0: RadioInfluence.com You are in the trenches with former Buccaneers offensive lineman Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Hello everybody, this is Ian Beckles and welcome back to In the Trenches. Um, our Buccaneers played on Thursday so hopefully you got a chance to watch a few Different teams this weekend. Um, you know, good football, bad football. I saw some, some of a little of everything this weekend. Um, there's some wonderful quarterbacks out there playing wonderful things. Uh, uh, Dak Prescott, that was a surreal moment yesterday uh, watching that. Knowing his situation, knowing what Jerry Jones just put him through. Knowing what he deserves, you don't want to see that coming out of your shoe. Um, You know what happens from here going forward. We don't know. Usually, when your foot looks like that, you don't come back the same. And Dak Prescott was putting up some unbelievable numbers to where he was going to get his money, and then that happened. So um, you know, listen, you'll hope for the best for Dak Prescott. It's a uh, it's a tough sport. Football's a tough sport. And unfortunately, crazy stuff like that happens on a regular. Um, that's why you don't see guaranteed contracts. All right. Football doesn't have guaranteed contracts, that all the other sports do. And that's the reason. You see that a little bit too often, unfortunately. So let's hope that Dak Prescott comes back the right way and we see him playing some good football here in the uh in the, the near the near future. Um so our Buccaneers they lose the game to the Bears. Game they could have should have won. Not say that they're that much better than the Bears. I think you can flip a coin talent wise. The Bears aren't a bad football team. They really aren't. They have some good football players. Maybe offensively they have a few, you know, less weapons than we do, but then again, we didn't look all that, you know, dangerous offensively uh on Thursday. Unfortunately, I had this email if you guys ever want to email me, it's Beckles at radioinfluence.com. Uh, it says, you know, the game was painful to watch on Thursday. This is from Brad P. Uh, they seem very unprepared. What are your thoughts on left-foot play calling? Um, and what do you think about the, the two tight ends that can't block? And what do I think about Thursday night football in general? Thursday night football in general, I watch it. So It's entertaining. I like to have a Thursday night game. If I was in the league, I wouldn't want to be playing on Thursday night. It's just not enough time to turn around and get your body right. If you think about it, you play on Sunday at 1 o'clock. You're done by 5. Usually you have, you know, seven full days. You're literally eliminating three days of rest. And your body does not want that. And it takes a while for that to recover from that. So as far as Thursday night games go, I like to watch them. As far as playing, playing in them, you can have them. I, I don't want that. I mean, there's a lot of injuries in those, and um, it's just the, the the caliber of football is not usually great. Usually watching Tennessee against Jacksonville or something like that. So, um, like I said, it's better than not having football on a Thursday, but uh, the, the caliber of football is not always great. Now, our Buccaneers— uh, they, they lost an opportunity playing Chicago, a team, like I said, they could have won that game, should have in a lot of ways, jumped out of them 10 nothing You're jumping out 10 nothing to a team that's struggling offensively. You'd like to believe with our offensive firepower that we figure out a way to win that game. Uh, but the Buccaneers come out of there 3-2. Uh, and two. Uh, This NFC South that's supposed to be the mighty, mighty NFC South, I don't know how mighty it is, to be honest with you, Uh, the Saints are up and down, the Panthers are up and down, the Falcons suck, we are up and down, Um, and I don't know if anybody wants to just take over right now. But this Buccaneer team, I haven't seen seen a team out there that's going to make any noise in any any playoffs anytime soon. Are they good enough to make the playoffs? Maybe, maybe, but I wouldn't say for sure at this moment. The Buccaneers really haven't beaten anybody, okay, unfortunately. Carolina's not terrible, but I don't think the Buccaneers are beating anybody who's going to make it to the playoffs anytime soon. Now I saw some things in the game that I liked. I'm very hard to win over, and uh, I think it took to this moment for, for me to uh, allow Rojo to win me over. Uh, Ronald Jones, you know, hasn't been special since he's been here. Um, he's had a lot put on his plate. Uh, he's finally started to win me over. He started do some special things. I'm I'm seeing him finishing runs. I'm seeing him doing some tough things. I see him growing as a football player. Um, getting a little tougher, you know. 17 carries, 106. Uh, that's the football I like to see. Now, if 17 carries, 106, and you should have carried it 25, should have gave it to him more. So should buy with which uh, be calling, uh, you know, more running plays, maybe. Maybe. It would help a lot of people out there. It would certainly help our offensive tackles who had a rough, rough day. Khalil Mack um, put his big boy shoes on, and, um, you know, our tackles struggled. Tristan Wirse, uh you know, Donovan Smith, both of them had a tough day against Khalil Mack, who's a who was a man, a grown-ass man um we've talked about tristan worse to this point and tristan worse has been you have to give an a to this point as far as being a rookie offensive tackle now in that chicago game uh he found out that you know maybe he has some liabilities he got housed on a few plays i mean housed on his back a couple plays early and a lot of times that keeps you off balance you know, he recovered, but he didn't have his best game. He's going to struggle again. Let me say your rookie year in the NFL, you start 16 games, you're going to struggle for five of them. You're going to struggle. That was one. He's going to struggle again. Don't worry about that. That's going to happen. Donovan Smith, I, I I don't know. Every once in a while, Donovan Smith will lay an egg. That was an egg. That was, that was an, that's two of them already this year out of five. So Donovan Smith, that's just that's just what he is, unfortunately. Now, my problem is with this offensive line is they're doing a better job of running the football, too many damn penalties. It's just in general, the Buccaneers, eleven penalties. I believe they're the most penalized team in the NFL. You just can't keep on doing that. Like Jensen, I like you being tough, and I understand you're three hundred and thirty pounds, you have red hair, you're supposed to be mad, but you know, you can't just go around getting, you know, these penalties, fifteen yard penalties, you know, when dead ball fouls, fifteen yard dead ball foul. I mean, that's not good football. That's not intelligent football. There's too much of that going on. There was some bad. There was some bad calls by the referees. I know they had a holding call on Jensen that I thought was horse crap. Uh, I saw the, the roughing the passer uh, on Shaq Barrett. I understand what they called. They his helmet hit the quarterback's helmet. That's what they don't want. But as a football player, you look at it, you go, "Oh my god, what's happening to this game?" I mean, we can't pass licks anymore. If they hear any clack at all, they're throwing that flag. So don't put don't don't make any noise on that football field. But looking at this football team from top to bottom, we still have a lot of growing to do. Uh, defensively, I thought that we dubbed this defense great too early. It's been two weeks in a row that there's been people coming out of the back of our defense, and there was a couple touchdowns left on the field by Chicago last week, so it doesn't get any easier, guys. You know, we have Green Bay coming into town. That ain't the one you want to be coming into your home when you got people coming out of the back of your defense. Aaron Rodgers will, you know, decapitate your defense okay no doubt this de- our defense just doesn't look like it did early early it was rushing it was getting after the passer it was making the quarterbacks uncomfortable now it's kind of up and down uh Vita vea is gonna be out for the rest of the season looks like with that broken ankle um was having an okay season up and down uh I, I, got, I go at it with Warren Sapp every once in a while. Warren Sapp does not like the way he plays, which is understandable. He just doesn't play like Warren Sapp. He's more plodding than Warren Sapp was. Warren was more active. But I still think that this defense is much better with Vita Vea in there because nobody can run the football on us. And I mean nobody. I don't remember the last team that ran the ball effectively on this Buccaneer team. It's been It's been quite a while. But they've had guy. There's guys out there that are playing good football defensively. Antoine Winfield is a very instinctual football player. I think William Golston's playing good football out there. Um, offensively, you saw a little bit from Keyshawn Vaughn. Uh, hopefully, he doesn't get spooked from that hit because he got waylaid. That's on Tom Brady too to be. You know, you got to cover your uh, your running back's ass. You can't lead him into a safety. He's going to remember that next time he's coming across the middle, unfortunately. He will. So in a game where the Buccaneers probably should have gotten it done, you know, they they just it, they left too much out there. Maybe it had something to do with playing on a Thursday. I don't know. But if you're going to be a championship football team, you can't bitch and moan about little things like that. There's little there's people that are playing okay in between the you know the lines, but not enough. It's not enough. And then Tom Brady at the end of the game, not knowing what down it is. I'm just gonna say this, if that was Jameis Winston, y'all would have killed him. Y'all would have crucified him. Not enough people were mad about that. Your quarterback has to know what freaking down it is, okay? That's essential. And if he thinks there's one more down, that means the decision he made the previous down wasn't a good one. If he's still putting out four fingers. So if you don't think it's a big deal, okay, but just, just think of it. It wouldn't have been a big deal if it was Jameis Winston because I have a sports radio show that could tell you it would have been a big deal, that's for sure. And not enough people were mad that it was Tom Brady. And listen, he is the GOAT. I get it, but mistakes are mistakes. And that was definitely a mistake that he made at the end of that game. And uh, he has been around too long to be making a bonehead mistake like that. If anybody ever wants to email me, it's Ian Beckles at Radio Influence. Dot com. Make sure you're listening to the other uh, podcasts out there, and the Rod and Ian Show on 95.3 FM, three to seven Monday through Friday, also 6:20 a.m. I appreciate you guys listening in. Uh, let's let's hope the Buccaneers figure out a way to get a victory because um, you're that close to four and one. Okay, your sneeze will be three and three. It's hard to make the playoffs from three and three. It's real, real tough. Let's hope they figure out a way to get that done. Everybody have a wonderful week and please be safe. Peace out. You have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. I'm Jerry P. CEO of Radio Influence. I just wanted to take a quick moment to say thank you for downloading and subscribing to this podcast.